Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Does creativity and artistry have an expiration date? You know, sometimes, you know, kind of like at a corporation, ah, this person is of a certain age. We got to push them out of here. Then on the flip side, you got some people on the older end of things saying, hey, these younger cats are screwing everything up. Let me tell you how we used to do it back in the day. So uh, I'm going to start by uh, announcing some of our people that are on the panel. Uh, I go by the name of Headcrack, by the way. Peace and love to everybody out here in the place. My man BZ from, uh, from Dead End Hip Hop. We got FIFO. We also got Ken. Mike C. Town. And also we got special guest Jay Burritos from Runaway Jukebox. And yo from DJ Poofo will be joining us shortly. So uh, you know what? Let's just go ahead and, uh, and start with our, with our panelists, man. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and start with Mike C. Town. What are some of the things that you've been seeing, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, hip-hop from a blog aspect in regards to, I mean, like, placements, which artists you, you know, you choose to cover, not cover, who gets the most positive, you know, feedback and results? Like, what do you see out there? We try to cover everything, really. Um, you know, 90% of it, if I'm going to be honest, is shit that I want nothing to do with. But... What I notice right now is that hip-hop is really stuck in trends. It's not really, and y'all going to get offended, but it's not really promoting individuality. It's not really promoting creativity. It's just about who's hot right now, who's talking about the hot topics right now, who's rapping over the hottest beats right now. And it seems like dudes are really not even concerned with longevity. They're just concerned with, like, I call it, like, hit-and-run hip-hop. Like, y'all show up, get your money, and you bounce. And I think that that's kind of a problem. A lot of times, you know, I see, like, in the blogosphere where, like, you know, certain new artists don't really particularly have a connection to the cats that came before them. If you look at any other genre of anything, you know, people are kind of required to do the knowledge on the things that came before them. Like, if you're getting into the game of boxing, you're going to know who Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson is and maybe perhaps have watched a couple fights just for point of reference. If you're going to act, nine times out of ten, you've studied some of the greats, the Al Pacinos, the Robert De Niro's, the Denzel Washingtons, and you're not going to be ignorant to the fact. But you see a lot of cats who come into the game who don't have any idea who, like, A, Biggie is or can't name five songs that Biggie made or five songs that Tupac made, and their answer or quick to go to is, that was before my time, cuz. You know, or something like that. We know who that is. How do you feel about that? Um, you know, I, I feel I, I'm, a, I'm, 
okay with it because some of those dudes do have a point of reference to other great artists that came before them. So like a lot of those guys look up to a Kanye, right? They didn't look up to Biggie because maybe that was before their time. Maybe they didn't have somebody in the household to show them some older hip hop, right? And maybe they didn't go back because they didn't want to because they enjoyed Kanye and that was all the influence that they needed. So I, I don't really have too much of an issue because I also think that with these younger people, Hip-hop has always been a, a, a young man's game, right? And I think that sometimes you should, or you should always go back and listen to what came before you so you could kind of take away, you know, you, you have that knowledge base, but I don't think that it's always necessary. I definitely think that you can just kind of just get it and, and, and go. You know, as long as you're making good music, it doesn't matter what your point of reference is to me. Okay, now on the same side of that coin, and anybody can grab this and answer it if you want, should the OGs, the cats that have been in the game for a longer period of time, should they make themselves just as aware of the material that's coming out from new artists just to stay plugged in and be in the loop? If, if that's what they want to do, then I believe that that's okay. And, and, and you guys, is in your case, because you review music and you, if you want to stay on top of what's going on, then that's completely fine. But I believe that a lot of the artists nowadays aren't necessarily making music for you all, that's like not directed at you because you say all the time, you know, the, the music that a lot of the kids are making that's on the radio is like party music and drugs and women and all this other stuff. And after a certain age, you almost like outgrow that type of music. For the record, I like partying, drugs, and women. Which is fine, <laughs> you know, but getting to Ken, you know, always throwing shots at Lil Yachty, you know, it's Lil Yachty, <laughs> Lil Yachty is not making music for people like you. And the way that you. No, he's not. Oh, You're right. absolutely right. right. 100% right. correct. And, and the way that you, you almost like, be making music. Never mind. you almost torture yourself when you go out of your way to find these guys and listen to them just to stay in the know. And I understand that's what, something that you need to do, but you, you only do it to, it almost looks like you're bashing them. You know what I mean? And I feel like kids. Some of this stuff deserves bashing. <laughs> would, you rather, would you rather music critics not be honest? No, well, I, I appreciate honesty. He has to bash them, and that's what he thinks. What I think there needs to be more balance in not only just music, but also in the criticism of music, because a lot of people that review music in the way that you guys do it are your age. And I feel like there need to be more people at a younger age that aren't just posting clickbaity things for blogs. Or are you sure that's true? That is mostly people our age? The people that are talking about music are getting older. The people that are running radio stations and doing it, they are, aren't they? Yeah. It's some youngins. There are some. There's some youngins out here now. That's doing it. Cause what's what's how old is my man that um we did the video with um rap critic real rap critic. He's like, yeah, he's 20, like 25. 20, yeah. Yeah, 20. yeah. And, and that's a young dude. Yeah, he's like, I didn't know he was that young either. I thought he was but, older than us. <laughs> we, but I feel like we need more people like that stepping up and reviewing music through their lens. Because if if you get certain people in a certain age and these are the only people that are talking critically about music, it's only being talked about in a certain way. If you all have like the same taste mm. or whatever. If, if you understand, but, but see, but that's the beauty though. Like we don't all have the same taste. And when I do talk to younger people regarding this type of music, they rarely can tell me why they like it. They tell me they like the rhythm, they like the beat, and 
that's the that that's some of the reasons why I like it. And I think that we're honest. Like if Ken feels that passionate to bash it, I I definitely understand it because it's not made for him. It's the it's not necessarily made for me, but I can understand it. I can understand being in a certain environment or situation and rocking to that type of music, mm-hmm. but it is not made for me. I'm not going to put that on because I want to listen to it. But if it comes on depending on a certain type of situation, I'm okay with it. And that's why I'm okay with these artists making their type of music. And to me, there's still young artists out here that are still making music for the likes of us. Exactly. The Mick Jenkins of the world, the Joy Battises of the world, Big Crit, if y'all didn't watch that, BET thing, go watch that because that's very powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's still young cats of this generation making music for us. So I think I definitely think there is a balance. So, you know, and I think we, we kind of we kind of represent that on Dead and Hip Hop sometimes. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, Mike. You got you got a scoop. <laughs> I do, because I'm like, you really think there's a balance right now, like a, a level balance in hip hop? It's like the you talking about the dudes that that we promote and the dudes that we mm-hmm. listen to. First of all, those dudes are not getting shined the way little Yachty Agreed. or little Herb or little Twenty One, and that's nothing against these guys. I don't understand that music, so I don't shit on it. Mm. But for you to say that there's actually a balance right now is unfair because a lot of the people that don't rap a certain way don't get shine because, you know, like you said, it's a young man's game right now. Mm-hmm. So if younger dudes aren't enjoying it, it's just not going to get hot. And the other thing is you say that I, I feel like sometimes the whole it's not made for you thing is a cop out. It is a cop out. It's a cop out. Because when I was younger in fifth grade, you know, when NWA was hot, that shit wasn't made for me, but I still liked it. I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, could mm-hmm. you rap? That shit rap wasn't made for me. Mm-hmm. Even when I was in, in high school and shit, like the hip hop that was out that I enjoyed, it wasn't necessarily made for me. I wasn't selling drugs. I'll, I'll be honest, I wasn't fucking a whole lot of women. I was lame as shit in high school. But I still, I'm still kind of lame. But I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that music. So I really feel like younger people always use that, well, it's just not made for you. Well, but, but like, like, like for me, right? Like I'm, I'm the youngest one out of dead in hip hop, right? Yeah. Like I still enjoy some of that music. You may not, but I do. So I feel like I, I represent that, that type of demographic. But also, you're 100% right. Hip hop, the people that t- typically get shine aren't the ones that we typically like. So I definitely think nowadays the, the, the light is shined on those guys. But that doesn't right. necessarily mean that the other guys don't aren't out here grinding Selling out shows, making money, and where's still the balance? That that's yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm about to say, where's the, the, the balance? Where's the balance? Those guys just aren't on radio, right? So, but, that's but what fee, I was about to say. But FIFO, he FIFO be the main one preaching. We need balance. Right. We need balance right. in hip hop, right? <laughs> and we we don't have balance in hip hop. And you the main one preaching it all the time. So and a week ago you just said there was no balance, but today there's a balance. But today no, there's right, a balance. On. You Yo always say there was no balance. They can't misquote me. No, no, they can't misquote me. They can't misquote me because I'm here. So you just not gonna put words in my mouth when I say that. What, it's what, on camera, listen, bro. I, I understand. YouTube.com forward slash dead in hip hop. So I'm about to clarify. Please. When I say that there need that we need balance in hip hop, I mean on the radio. That's what right. I mean. And but I just said that there is no balance on the radio, but there is balance in hip hop in terms of artists. Right. We just have to find them, and that's the reason why we have a platform to put those guys out there. So you, you okay, guys, no, you guys synonymize. Ahead, Shine with strictly the mainstream radio, and that's something I've been trying to tell. It's Tim. not necessarily always mainstream. Every time I, you I say, told you on your show <laughs> that it's also the websites that do the same thing right. that put those so, guys 
in the forefront of everybody else. So how are all these people selling out shows when they're not on the radio? You're giving me one person. I'm not giving you one person. You, who just, who are you? Who are you give okay, else. give me examples. I'm, got, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, you know. There are plenty of artists that are selling out shows. I'm, that's what I said. I'm not okay, saying you're wrong. Okay, give me examples. Okay, you're right. You got, like, Chance is coming here, and that's mm -hmm. that's easy. Okay. okay. You got Mick Jenkins is coming. This Mick Jenkins ain't selling out shows in Atlanta. Go ahead. Mick Jenkins ain't selling our shows in Atlanta. Go ahead. But what right. I'm saying is that there are plenty that's of two. artists. That's two. That's one and a half. Okay, Go ahead. The rest of your fingers. That was wrong. What's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you only got that one finger up, dog. Like, come on, give this me some more. That's why I'm glad Mike is here. So there are plenty of other artists out there that are getting the shine. Like, not what you guys are talking about on the radio, but people know about these other artists. Still got one. I'm still Did waiting on that you, two. I'm still waiting on that two, bro. Mm -hmm. Okay. You, Joey Badass, ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg. Like I can, you're not, you going to tell me ASAP Rocky people are, counts what I'm somebody saying, Anderson Pack. People are going to these shows. Anderson Pack. People, listen to me. Bro, are you serious? Yeah. Anderson Pack. There are Who's artists. On that, look, Dr. Wait, Dre's what album. I'm saying, there are plenty of, of artists. Of course sell out shows. There are plenty of, and see, that's what I'm saying. Like, there, there are plenty of artists out there that people are paying attention to and that people are aware that they exist and they go out and they support them and they listen to their stuff mm -hmm. that is not on the radio. Yeah. And I you mean, guys know of plenty of artists that I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, to add on what he's saying, yeah, like, I mean, we're living in a new frontier. I'm a person who is on the radio, and I can tell you radio ain't the end-all, be-all anymore. In addition to adding on to guys like Chance the Rapper, Childish Gambino is getting no radio play. Mm -hmm. I've been to many Childish Gambino shows that were just sold out just on the strength of buzz and the fact that my mm -hmm. man had a good-ass show. For an exchange, for an exchange, wasn't really getting any radio play at the time. I went to a show at Masquerade. It was sold out top to bottom, and it had the baddest collection of females I've Absolutely. ever seen <laughs> right. gathered in a public place. <laughs> but, you know, so people are finding what they want to find. But, yeah, there does need to be balance on the radio because it is a ripple and trickle-down effect mm -hmm. because, you know, a lot of times it's hard to defend hip-hop based off of, you know, like some of the things that get, you know, put out there as its representative. You know, like if I'm trying to if I'm trying to explain what hip hop is to somebody whose only access to hip hop is by what they're hearing on the radio, you're in trouble. I have to tell them to Google shit, right? <laughs> you know, and Google different artists, and deal. that well, is a problem. And that's kind of the issue that I was kind of saying. It's like you have dudes that come out now mm -hmm. and will put out two songs, and next thing you know, they're selling out venues off, or, of, off of the strength of two songs. Or sit seconds on Vine. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> I don't. I don't have that. But yeah, I I, I believe you. Smarter. I believe. I was about to say who? Oh, yeah. Who? Who's Bobby Smarter. Who? Huh? Uh, little yeah. little little Yachty. Little all these nah, little. Are they selling out? Oh, I, that, I don't think, that, I think they're that, selling that, out shows. That's bad. Wait, you know, you gonna tell me little Yachty doesn't sell out shows? I don't think so. I don't. I thought he was huge. Out. No, he's big. The kids he's catering to can't really. I'm saying in real life, is he selling out shows? Okay, so who 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 of the younger generation is selling out shows? There's a there's a few anomalies like uh, uh, a boogie with the hoodie. Like, so okay, so he yeah, said he said little Uzi. Well, Uzi Vert has more than two songs. Like, but what does he have? Uh, the what's love the tape going off right now. The perfect tape or something like that. Yeah, the perfect love tape. He just said he got two popular. He just said two popular songs. Yo, he's got he's got tapes. Thank you. Thank you. He has a catalog. He has a catalog. But he has two popular songs. That's fine. You can have two popular songs, but Everybody. if you have a catalog of music, people come here your catalog. Are you telling me that people don't come here? The songs are No, I think that come a lot now. of dudes go to nah, concerts nah, 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 to nah. hear the hits. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, I want to hear that, really that eighth song on side B. That's my shit. No, no get out of here. No, no, they no, want to hear no, 12 no, no. remixes of two your two popular songs. Two songs can make you hide, but if you don't have a catalog of music, people are not coming to see you. And I stand by that. 
I don't I don't agree. All right. That's so cool. so wait wait hold on. So Good. Mike so, so Mike what you're saying is is that there there are artists out here mm-hmm. selling out shows that are gonna come out there and perform ten minutes and then go I'm home. I'm joking. But, Come on, Ralph. No, okay. I'm not being. I'm, okay. I'm saying so, seriously. So you should know. <laughs> you're saying it almost literally. Literally. He's, he's not. But there are people that have like two, three popular songs, just like my man said, and there are people that will go to those concerts just to hear those two or three popular songs. And here's what happens. In 10 years, those two or three popular songs are not popular anymore. Okay. So these dudes don't, I'm not kidding, I'm Mike. Those guys don't have longevity because they've only made those two or three popular oh, songs. Hey, one second, go ahead. Soldier Boy. Uh-huh. 10 years from what? Crank that dropped in 2009, right? I don't know. 2006. So we're 10 years from Crank Debt, right? Mm. He's never had a record as big as Crank Debt. Okay. Is he relevant now? He's still around. Shit, is he? He's on Love and Hip Hop or something, isn't he? Or Basketball Wives, something like that. Soldier Uh, Boy. Love Inspired. Okay, he's on Love and Hip Hop. We don't get a little boat without Soldier Boy. It doesn't happen. That's unfortunate. That's what I'm saying, though. You can have one song, but 10 years from now, your relevance could be who you inspire. But that's kind of like the conversation that um, that I was having with him when I was when I'm saying that music has declined and continues to decline, because one of the points that he was making was that on one of his shows, um, and I can't remember which one it was, but you were saying that when people talk about the hip hop of 2005 or 2006, they're gonna point out um, Kanye West or whatever. But you just said that. Soldier Boy inspired Louis Vert, yeah, that, that everybody whole, else. That so when, when you have guys like that, that that are out now making music like that and the kids see that and they see that it gets hot, it's going to inspire more music that's worse than the music nah, that we're hearing now. If you could draw a line from Soldier Boy to Louis Vert, yeah, to what type of line are we going to drop what I, what 10 I, years from now? But those aren't the only artists making music as well. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's not, not it. That's, that's but you it doesn't you matter. That's not what I'm comparing the greats of like the 90s No, 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 no. Like, that, but no, that's not. No, 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 no. You, you, see, what, what I'm saying is that no, the no, music, no, 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 no. the popular music that's out in the masses that people are looking at, that the kids are looking at, that are in their, their fucking closets trying to emulate because it got hot, are going to continue to do no, that. Don't they don't, don't care well, about I don't, I don't anybody else that's, that's making quality music that's that you guys true. are talking about. Why you keep lumping everybody in? I'm talking about the people that want to get hot. Song. The people that want to get hot, they want to put out that no, one single. That, Yo, that, hold on, that, hold on. Those hold on. are those people. Go ahead. Why can't Lil Yachty like Soulja Boy? Why can't that be his favorite rapper? I didn't say he, he could. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the thing is, it might I'm be just talking you, about the what an influence to somebody yeah. else. So why can't so, people draw inspiration? That's from what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. Your trash is another man's treasure. You don't have to honestly. Honestly, every time yeah. I say music is a subjective thing, you always say that's a cop out. It is. A cop what are you talking about? Because everybody knows that it's subjective. That's not a cop out. I mean, this works at the same level. This works at the same level across the board, though. Like, I mean, like, let's just say if I asked anybody who their favorite rapper is. The answer you give me is going to be based on a few different things. Geographical location. Right. You know, if you're from Louisiana, nine times out of ten, your answer might be Little Boosie. Or Hot Boys. Hot Boys, Juvenile, because that is your point of relatability. Right. You know what I'm saying? People are going to gravitate towards the things that they relate to. And I think, you know, with an artist like Soldier Boy or Little Yachty, you know, there are a large group of people who relate to what they're saying, for better or for worse. And what he was saying about, like, you know, when you emulate somebody who some people may deem as a lesser artist, it's kind of like the Xerox copy effect. If you take the original, you put it on the machine, you make a copy, the copy's going to come out a little bit of a diluted version Mm -hmm. of the original thing. There was a period of time where everybody used to look at 
uh, uh, Master P, you know, hip-hop parents, like Dirty Backpack and Tim's hip-hop parents from, like, the early 90s. They used to look at Master P and all that, like, yo, that is the wackest stuff ever. But it's degraded so much to the point that now when I hear a Master P record, I was like, you know what? It was good back then. <laughs> Beats by the pound in them had them joints, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it, Real quick, can you honestly say that the reason why you feel that way about Master P now is because music is getting worse. Like the music is getting so bad that you like yeah. other things that were bad. In my in my in my personal opinion, okay. yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not and, and that's just how it is for me, know. based off of what I used okay. to listen to at the time, because the stuff I was listening to back then was so lyrical. Because there was a, there was a point in time in order to be on the radio and be a hot rapper, you had to be the best rapper. Now it's kind of downgraded to the point where, like, you have to have the catchiest hook and the dopest beat. The right. point that I always try to make is that there's always, like, there's plenty of good rap out there. And if, and if you judge everything, and this is a question I keep asking you, Ken, and if you guys can also mm -hmm. answer me, that's totally fine, mm -hmm. is you take this one album that nobody has ever named for me that is, like, your gold standard. This is the album that I judge every other piece of work off of. And if it doesn't sound like this, it's no good. So I'm going to talk about it as if I don't like it, as if there's not a place for multiple types of hip-hop. As if, like, if it does, like, I understand on the radio there's a whole lot of party music and stuff out there, but everybody's so quick to say that something is bad because it doesn't, it, because they're, like, the lyrics aren't there, or maybe, like, all the beats aren't there, or whatever. If it's not, and I'm, I'm a person. What's wrong with that? Because didn't you just say music was subjective? It is. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so but what's the issue? Everybody is constantly holding something up to this one thing. We should. It's not, no, you shouldn't, Ken. <laughs> yes, we should. Yes, we it's should. It's not and one it's, thing. It's okay for everybody to be, like, because everybody has a different entry point into rap, whether it's your time when you were born, or where you're from, and all this other Though. So everybody's gonna judge their music. Their criteria is, different. but not based on one album. No, no. If you're if you're judging your entire perspective of hip hop based off of one album, then that's a problem. Right. I don't I'm, think I'm, anybody's I'm, doing that. I think you're doing what younger kids do a lot. And you're generalizing, and you're saying you don't that, generalize. Well, I, gen I generalize <laughs> okay. too. Okay, I generalize too. But what you're generalizing is harmful. You know, it's not that old dudes just roll around and be like, "Yo, man, this shit don't sound like fucking the infamous." Yeah, yeah. I ain't fucking with it. Mm -hmm. Well, B might do that. But nobody else besides oh, you're gonna call me, me out. Call me nobody out like else that. besides me does that. That's not me. That's not so me. So I don't understand. First, I'm, I'm not really understanding what the actual question you were. Not trying to be disrespectful. No, no, I'm no, not sure what the like, question you were. What, what I'm saying is that. Let me clarify for you. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so basically, what he's trying to say, because remember, we had this conversation back a little while ago. And mm -hmm. if you haven't, go back to our channel. It's on there. Subgenres and hip hop. Mm -hmm. If this mumble rap stuff that we don't like. Mm -hmm. Why can't it just live in it that subgenre? Absolutely. Okay, exactly, right? Mm -hmm. And can we also acknowledge that there are also artists that can hold their weight to the greats of the 1990s that are coming out now? Yes or no? That are coming out right now? That, that are out right now, yeah, that are course, relatively established, right? Of course. Yeah, lyricism as a whole, right? Yeah, as a whole, yeah. as a whole. That, that, that if we're comparing the 90s artists, right, the greatest ones that I feel that there are artists out here right now that, 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 that we could compare them to. But these mumble rap guys, leave them where they are. Stop comparing them to the greats of the 90s. Oh, no, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Okay, wow. Because these dudes are part of hip-hop. See, this is that cop-out that Ken talks about. You can't just be like, but oh, I'm well, crazy. since these guys are just making mumble rap, you can't compare them to everybody else. It's almost like that, that ridiculous argument. No, of, I'm on. not saying that you can't. I'm just saying you let just them live. Don't. Let them live. But you said don't compare them to the greats. Why not? What, what, if these don't, dudes don't think they're great, don't, don't exclusively compare them to the greats. Why? When one of what? them said they better than Tupac and Biggie. Right. Oh, that's not our problem. Oh, that black said that. That's his problem. That's his problem. That's his problem. 
That's right. I mean, that's not, not his problem. He's he's gonna, gonna, gonna he's gonna Can y'all hear me? Hello? Kodak Black. So you gotta put him in that pool. You gotta put him in that pool. If they're doing rap, they they should be in it. Why should we just put them to the side like they don't exist? Right. I didn't say that they don't exist. That's what I just you did. said let them live. Let, let, let them do You said, put them, you said but okay. you said don't compare them. Here's, here's, here's where I draw the line personally, is that you guys, was, like, it's okay for you not to like what you don't like. When you, like, you don't like Lil Uzi Vert, okay. You don't like Lil Yachty, okay. But when you say that, like, when you, say that you don't like these people and you kind of like tally them up and you say, okay, rap is terrible now. Like, hip-hop is in a bad place. That's where I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, how do you guys even run a hip-hop channel? You guys talk about all this other music that you do enjoy and you love. So how can you possibly say that hip-hop is getting worse? I, or like, I, it's, I it's told bad. you why, like, 20 minutes ago. Because the dudes that are speaking to us that we do big up, those dudes are grinding to actually be able to get the audience that the guys that y'all like right. get automatically. These dudes throw out two or three, in my opinion, shitty songs, but... They get huge off those songs. Mm-hmm. And then just like he said, then you have 12 other guys that see that. They're just like, oh, shit. I can get hot. I don't have to actually know how to rap. I don't actually have to respect the lineage or the culture, little dicky. I don't have to actually respect <laughs> anything. I can just show up, throw out some bullshit raps over a beat that I found on SoundCloud, and next thing you know, I'm hot. That's the problem. Like these dudes that I, but that so there there are a lot they of artists really. that come along that that fizzle, fizzle out. That's not really Where, what, where's Fetty Wap? What's he doing? Oh, there were a lot Fetty of people Wap. saying that Fetty Wap was extremely talented and was going to stay around for years. And, and where's, but a lot of people yep. were jumping on he's, his he's got, Of course, because it's the it's the music of the moment. It was the song of the summer last but year. But that Track is Queen's part the of the problem. And, and it's the short attention span of fans too. But, like, but here's the thing. Like, I mean, like you know, personal preferences aside. At the end of the day, which, what gets a lot of these people on the radio is the fact that the internet makes these people hot. Right. And it's not like, you know, some mysterious person with his hand on the lever getting it popping. Apparently, there are people who yeah, like it. kind of is. The, right. The, 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 the mumbling. guy that's making all this happen. Like, to me, one thing we're talking about, I don't know if we're missing the point is, all these guys getting hot overnight, it's not overnight. There's people involved, there's a machine behind them. No one's just picking a song on the internet and making it. No, Bullshit. No, uh, there are, there are nah, rappers. Come on, bro. You're going to tell nah. me if there's machines behind all these dudes that yeah. get hot off the internet. Yeah. Bobby Smurder yeah. had Bullshit. Machine. Yeah. We, I thought we, it was Trin- a little dance thing. Trin- Trinidad James? <laughs> it wasn't this. Like, oh, I know about Trinidad's machine. I told you about Trinidad's machine. No, we, yeah, we know about Trinidad. Come on. I forgot to say, yeah. everybody has a machine. <laughs> 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 you said that quick. But you said all of them have a machine. Go to the playlist. Apple Music and look what's on there. Look at the playlist on Apple Music, okay? There's uh-huh. one guy that pits all these artists on the playlist. One guy. Seriously, I'm not playing. There's like a machine behind all of this. Now, if the rapper you want to see had the same looks and the same machine behind them, we will see change. The problem is not the music, it's the people that's controlling the music. And I stand point. And the exploitation of the <laughs> artists that want to get hot. The thing is, hip hop and rap is still you. Kids are kind of gonna have some type of dictation of what's hot. So but at some kids, point, I go ahead. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I'm sorry, the I'm kids okay. like it, and the machines behind it is gonna pop. It's just gonna pop. Or if the kids like it, period, nah, it's gonna they, pop. See how it's gonna get to the kids because th- that's what he was just saying. The internet. You're not gonna tell me that people are not like looking for this kind of shit. 
I, I agree with you that there is a machine for a lot of artists, but I'm not going to sit here and believe that every single time somebody gets hot like this is because there's some, some sinister white dude with a long mustache in a suit that's like, oh, here's another one. Nah, man. Like, I think a lot of kids, just they find this kind of shit. There's somebody right now all of a sudden getting a lot of blog coverage. Okay. And it's going to come out in a couple months. He got, he's signed to a certain label. Okay. I'm not going to say no names, but you, there's a whole shift in his coverage right now, and that's okay. for a reason. What's the reason? He signed to a label. Now, last year he wasn't getting no looks, but all of a sudden, getting all these blog posts. So Chief Keith had a machine. <laughs> I'm asking you, and I'm not shitting on Chief Keith. I'm asking you. So Chief Keith, from the jump, when he did, when he did that, what's that song? I hate that. I don't like. Whatever it is. He had a machine. Yes or no? No, 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 no. I don't know. Wait, you don't remember the Chief Keith story about the kid that the world star was like? No, no, no. No machine. No, no machine. But That's after, what I'm... But yo, you just proved my point. Don't like getting on the radio after he signs a label. I'm saying one video got him a deal. And next right. Video, don't like's on the radio. The other record's on the radio. He got Kanye on the record. But don't That's like was hot before it was on the radio. It was all yeah. over the internet. Yeah, it was on the internet. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. I'm talking radio. I'm saying... I'm not talking before, just before. radio. Okay, I'm talking, talking about something just going viral. Yes. Yeah, but I'm saying you got to have something... You don't. You have to be able to monetize the viralness of what's going on. Absolutely. It don't like it was the kid's video of Don't Like that took Chief Keith out of it. All the blogs covered the kid, not the song. The kid went viral. I don't even know and what kid you're talking about. Yo, Chief yeah, Keith. Y'all remember the song, the, the kid, right? That was on World Star talking about. Y'all I know he's, you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, Oh, I was like, damn. I was about to say, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo. Nah. We're close to this. We're about, support yeah. group. <laughs> you about to turn this into Dr. Phil. How did you right. feel about Chief Keith fucking your mama? <laughs> yeah. In, in the video, the kid's having like this, this, this meltdown rant about Chief Keith, how niggas don't know Chief Keith. Don't play. Like, kid went crazy. It went on World Star, went viral. But today's, no today's viral was our generation's like billboard. Like, if something goes viral on the internet, that artist is hot. You don't have to get on the radio these days to get hot. No, you don't. Why is that right. an issue, though? When did I say it was an issue? Okay. Well, I'm saying that, saying that. No, I'm just saying that, that you, you're saying that every artist that gets big, they have this machine. The machine's called YouTube. I'm not saying every artist, but there's a majority of the guys we were talking about, the, the Yachty's, the Burks, those guys, there's a machine. It was a machine the whole time. Yeah. Don Cannon was behind Burks since the beginning. This is true. And he's what? The A&R that that's a machine, dog. Like, you, can't, you cannot buy that. So how does he know that this shit's going to take off? I mean, there, there's no one way in or out. Because right, if nah, there was a recipe, everybody would right, be sticking to a particular recipe. Half right, that shit right. is just luck and opportunity meeting itself in the middle. But to yep. get us back to why the reason we're here even to begin with, ageism in hip-hop. Is there an expiration date on an artist far as, like, you know, age-wise? You know, in football, you know, I don't want my running back to be 50. He's going to die. You know, <laughs> but you know, hip hop and music is a little bit different. You watch uh, some R&B artists, and you watch mm -hmm. some of these rock dudes make better music as time progresses. So, what's your take on that? I don't think it's an expiration date. I don't think so, honestly. Um, perfect example is Two Chainz. Yeah, mm. he was Titty Boy. No one cared. Play a circle. No one really cared. Mm -hmm. Now look at him. From the good music to all the features, he's on the Souls album. Like, Chains has made it look easy being old. Plenty of rappers. Royce is in his second coming of his 
second child of his crib. Mm-hmm. Looking crazy. He's going to stay the Ross next. Crazy. The thing is, I think one thing, we kind of get caught up in time sometimes. But I think if the artists continue making music, continue to reinvent themselves, you can be here forever. You can literally be here forever. Anybody else have an hmm. opinion on that? I, yeah. I agree with that. I, I definitely agree with that. When you look at artists like Nas, Jay-Z, like those guys are from that golden era hip-hop, and they're still making relevant music now. Um, like Yo said, it all depends on how you're able to evolve <coughs> your art form to stay relevant. Unlike your football analogy, you can't go back in time like Benjamin Button. You know what I'm saying? So there is an expiration date when it comes to athletics, but when it comes to creativity, there's no expiration date. Absolutely. Now, now here's an issue, though. A lot of times, people who grew up supporting certain artists, you know, whether it be from the late 80s, early 90s or whatever, the fans, for lack of a better term, sometimes age out because they're not on the internet the way the youth is. Mm -hmm. Public Enemy somehow drops an album every two years. But I would imagine diehard Public Enemy fans probably don't know that because they're not as active. How do y'all recommend for people who are still making music but that's not, you know, def, you know, necessarily geared towards millennials. How do they connect with their core audience? You can. You have to. You have to move yeah, the times. Like, like yeah, Ralph always says, like you have to. You have to adapt change. to the technology. Yeah. You know, Chuck you, D you has be to be right. on Twitter. He has to be on Facebook. He has to be putting stuff. He has to. Because it's part of. But if I, see Chuck, if, I see seven, if I see Chuck D do a seven-second Vine dance video, I'm going to be disappointed. No, not that. Subscribe to Dead in Hip Hop. I, you know, I also think <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I also think that 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 most of the guys that grew up in hip hop, um, like myself, at certain at a certain point that are my age, they eventually left it alone and stopped listening because they became so disappointed with the genre itself, and they just decided not to listen to hip hop at all and they just abandoned it. Mm-hmm. You know and. And going back to one of the things that FIFO said about hip-hop being a young man's game, I think that's something that we need to change. That narrative needs to change because we have mm-hmm. Daylight out there and, and Nas and, and Jay-Z, even though I don't like some of his later work, but he's still out there. So you still have uh, Aesop Rock is, what, 40 you know, now? Um, so you have guys, rappers that are out there that are making music. But the problem is that, Killer Mike, is that most of the fans have became so disappointed with it that, that – just stopped listening to it yeah. and just gave it up. And, and because they, they stick to one certain little niche and they don't leave that yeah. little niche. Can I mm-hmm. try real quick? I don't think hip hop's a young man's game. I think the audience is young. I same th- thing, yo. The thing is, if, if <laughs> yeah, it is ages same. out, then the kids coming up are the ones listening to the music. It's uh, when I went to see Killer Mike at the um, festival mm-hmm. with Mike, mm-hmm. how many kids were there? Plenty of that's, kids. That's, what do you? That's, that's, that's what, what you're saying. Is. But that's but that's problem. Ken's point. No, no, no. There's, there's very few artists that are of our age that are still remaining hot. Very few. What I was saying is I don't think we should call hip-hop a young man's game. It's probably young artists, young fans. The fans are young. And the fact that the fans are young, if you cannot connect with young fans, you're not going to connect. That's it. Run the Jewels is not writing stuff for little kids. But they it's, was. They, it was no. It, you know why it connected? Because they had the right promotion team that got them on Adult Swim and all that. That's right. what helped. But yeah, that's smart. I'm, I'm not saying your content has to connect. I'm just saying you have to figure out how you reach at least that that 20 to 25 demographic. That's a smart way to do it. Like, but that's what he's saying. How how do you get it to the people that I grew up with? How do you go to them and be like, yo, this is this is hot right now. You should listen to or hip hop has certain artists that are good. That's what he's asking. Like, how do the guys that are making music now that we grew up listening to, how do 
day. How did he stay with you as yeah. far as? I mean, I'm only 25, bro. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll tell you when I'm like 35. And I'm then you're gonna hate everything, just, like. But just, no, like just, a, just to be honest, I just think it's it's very difficult, especially if they're not on social media, if they're not online. It's very hard to keep that connection. Only because, like, I, I know my pops ain't keeping up with Jay right now. He loves Jay Z. He's probably not keeping up with him. He's not keeping up with Nas because he's not online like that. So I I can't I don't have an answer for that. But I do I do see how if you care enough about hip hop, you're gonna at least try and pay some type of attention. But yo, when he says that hip hop is a young young man's game, a younger artist can come out and just write shit and they automatically connect with the people that are their age because that's the majority of the of the hip hop audience is in their what teens to early twenties, right. right? So somebody that's older comes out, they have to find a way to connect with the audience. So it's more work for an older artist to do that. When we were growing up, that wasn't really the case. People of, you know, I'm not going to say in the, in the 70s and 80s, I'm not that old. But in the 90s, it wasn't so much that it was only young people that liked rap. There were people that were older that liked rap mm -hmm. because the, the, the content itself, the, the, the culture itself, it represented everybody. Right now, that's not the same thing. The culture right now does not represent people like in their, in their 30s and 40s. It represents people that are y'all's age or younger. So that's what he means by it's a young man's game. I mean, but it's, it's almost like the scene in the second Matrix film where they're saying, like, you know, hey, this thing has kind of repeated itself over and over again. Because mm -hmm. even when you go back to the 90s, like the little Uzi Verts or the people that were being shunned at the time were the people like tag team. 69 boys, mm -hmm. you know, like people were like, oh, that's not real hip hop. Mm -hmm. You know, the guards have changed, you know, because back then you had a little bit more outlets that kind of steered you towards a direction as to what you're supposed to be listening to. And like, you know, back then it was your TV raps, Rap City. Now it's a little bit more so the blogs, mm -hmm. you know, but if everyone's not being steered that way, per se, it's kind of it's kind of a free fall, you know, because people would be like, right, there's no video shows because everything's on YouTube. A lot of people don't even know what to look for. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people who are on the older end that don't even know how to play that YouTube game. If I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly, you know, it was, it was easier to find good music, you know, back in the 90s or whatever, because it was all coming from basically like one or two places, right? Like the radio. Well, and so, more than one or two places. And so now, because there, there are so many different places where you have, like you were saying, it's, it's, it's harder work for older artists to keep up with the trends. And it's almost sounding like you, like it's, it's harder for older fans. Trans on how you promote music or the trans on the sound find. of music? Hmm? Trans, what do you mean by trans? The trans on how to get your music out? No, I'm saying like there are outlets, I mean. Like there are okay. other places to find music outside of the radio, yeah. you know. And so it's not only harder for artists to stay relevant, but it's also harder for like older fans, period, to just keep up and like find music, period. Well, I'll tell you it's why. It's because like he was talking about the outlets back then. The outlets were more diverse. So when we were coming up, you had your, your, your Big Daddy Canes, then you had your Rock Hymns, then you had your Rob Bass. Now, I'm not dogging Rob Bass because I loved Rob Bass, but back in our day, Rob Bass was party rap. So he was yep. basically your little Yachty or your little Uzi Vert or whatever you want to call it. But to us, that was all hip hop. And the same outlets played all of that. Because we weren't so subjective where we're like, oh, that's good, that's yeah. not, that's yeah. good, that's not, this is all rap. Now that's not the case. Now these outlets are saying, well, we this is what's hot. All of this shit sounds the same. This other stuff, we don't care about that. Y'all work, you know, find your own place. 
That's the problem. And unfortunately, the, our culture happens to be one of the only ones that's diluted in multiple directions. Like, yes. you know, yep. you have territorial dilution. Like, oh, I don't rock with that because I'm from here and that person's from there and I don't understand it. Then you have the, uh, I don't understand what this young person's talking about. Mm -hmm. Then you have the young people who, you know, oh, he was out when my dad was young. I don't listen to it for that reason. Right. You know, like, that issue doesn't happen in rock. As much. Nope. Does it definitely doesn't happen in jazz. Definitely doesn't right. happen in R&B. Right. A good song's a good song. A good artist is a good artist. Would y'all like to see more retro artists collabing with new, some of these younger cats? Or you think yeah. everybody should stand in lane and do what they do? No, nah, I think oh. it would be cool. Yeah, I wouldn't have a, an issue with it. Um, because I think oh, that man. would help with, with their exposure. It obviously would depend on who they're collabing with. You know, I don't want to see... Uh, you know, Pete Rock collabing with uh, uh, somebody that's making music that's, you know, that's not him. That, that the standards that he has, um, they're not, you know, living up to uh, based on the stuff that he likes. So, because I think that that would be a little bit problematic, unless he really feels it. But, um, right. I don't mind, I don't mind a collab. Right mm -hmm. kind of no, sir, I don't mind a collab. Because, I mean, look with Snoop. Snoop collab with, with a lot. <laughs> everybody. Everybody. Keep himself relevant. I mean, and what you call it, uh, I think some years ago, and then Knife Wonder Jean Grey did a joint with Little B. So, I mean, and Talib you know. did one with Gucci. That was, yeah, Gucci. that was a solid record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I don't mind it. I don't have no issue with it because as long as it's work, as long as the music is, music is good. But if P Rock want to go do some joints with your boys, what's wrong with, with that? the stuff that he's been saying lately? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, people people going to look at I, I, I may, but I've been looking at them a little side eye. And that's another way to stay relevant. Jay's been doing that for years. That's like the Jay Z blueprint right there. You get somebody that's dope, obviously, to, to, to whatever personal standards you may have, you jump on their record, and you stay relevant because now you are promoted to that younger yeah. demographic. You know what I'm saying? So I, I definitely think it's fine. And also, wasn't it Method or somebody from Wu that did something with ASAP like a couple years ago? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that joint was dope. I can't even, I'm bad with Traumatic. Yes. It was cool. Yes. And that joint was dope. So I definitely think that some of these people that we hold and, and that upper tier should be collabing with some of these dope young artists. They really should. It has to be right. It has to be right. Don't, don't just force them to be educational. Create the atmosphere for them. Remember the Migos with the song with Mac Miller? No. No, I don't. No. No. Check out the Mac Miller Migos record. No. Bye. You should. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> <He> said, no. <laughs> You know what? I was I was thinking like we're in a we're in a, a time period right now where it's almost like we're going through a climate change because like something you said on the show was was so spot on where you were just like the pool's just gotten bigger mm -hmm. and that was like the main point that I agree with you. It's not that hip hop is getting bad; the pool has just gotten bigger. Right. Um, but what I what I look at right now is it seems like we're just going through a climate change. But part of that problem is is global warming. It's almost like you have these things where we look at. These, these short distance issues like, like cars emitting these gases and, 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 and factory farming polluting the earth and all that stuff. That stuff is great for right now, but in the future is bad. I look at these rappers that y'all love so much as the same type of thing. Like partying and stuff is great for right now. These one hit wonders are great for right now, but when you look at hip hop, 
longevity of hip hop. You look at hip hop twenty years from now. What's it going to look like because of what's happening right now? Now it's going to look and, fucked up because it's going to be so diluted. Here's here's my question. Didn't weren't people saying this? What like not even ten years ago? When yeah. people, no, uh, I don't remember people, that. People were saying the hip hop is dead. Oh, people. Oh, 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 yeah. I'm saying the diluting no, thing. As in, like, what are these guys right now? What are they doing, and how is it going to affect the people ten years? Yeah. Now? And look at where we are right now. Is all I'm saying. I mean, like, but it's bad. But then, <laughs> are we right as compared yeah. to 2005, 2006? Just because it's a little bit it's, better it's, than it was. Just because it's popular doesn't mean it's good. Right. It's any better? Right. It, it, it's definitely. You just got like five um, artists. It, it's like right. when your favorite mom and pop store gets bigger. There's still some good things being sold, you just have to kind of go in those middle aisles to find it, ultimately. Because once again, it all goes back to your personal preferences. Uh, some, some of these records age better than others. You know? Oh, yeah. And as you yeah. look at the, uh, you know, the new renaissance of like, you know, stations like Boom and OG, you know, any station that plays old school hip-hop that cult, you know, cultivates these festivals where they bring these guys back out from the 90s and late 80s, you know, people are still figuring out ways to get their check. How will these new guys manage to pull this off in the, you know, in the future remains to be seen? Some are going to survive the wave, some won't. Yeah, everybody I th- yeah, I think we need more control over the media because, you know, you have the publications out there that are covering stuff because it helped drives up revenue uh, for, for their website. Word up. Well, the Puerto Rican dude said wrap it up, B. So um, <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to give their, uh, their social media before we are dispersed, man, we can start from uh, the far right. Yo. At Yo31 on Twitter, uh, at DJBooth.net. Check us out. Uh, FIFO247, F-E-E-F-O-247, everything. Uh, FIFO at Dead and Hip Hop. That's the email. I'm Jay. Uh, you can find me on social media at Jay Burritos. I host a podcast every Monday called Runaway Jukebox. You can find it anywhere, SoundCloud, iTunes. Check us out. Uh, at K-B-I-N-G-E on Twitter, at K-B-I-N-G, uh, everywhere. Um, just look for the one that says 808 sucks. <laughs> uh, at BZ430, that's B-E-E-Z-Y-430, every, across the board. Uh, Mike C-Town, M-Y-K-E-C-T-O-W-N, that's everything. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. YouTube, all that. Word up. Name's Head Crack, H-E-A-D-K-R-A-C-K. Thank you so much for coming Thank out. you, everybody, for watching. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you all for coming. Shout out to Dead Hip Hop. Shout out to Jay Burrito. Shout out to DJBooth.net.